0: S-P-U-L-L-E-N at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number is 520-977-7904. Shoot Sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court a law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hats on your face. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The China Shop. I am your host, Kyle, and joining me today is Mr. Banks from Vanta Trading. but. First, if you'd like to reach out with any suggestions, corrections, or shitty memes, you can do that via email at, at com, or you can join our free Discord server, where a bunch of amazing people gather to share our struggles and lessons learned with other like-minded market aficionados. So now that we got the business stuff taken out of the way, let's uh, let's check in with Mister Banks. How are you doing today, man? Good. How about you? Uh not too bad. Uh, I think. Before we uh, kicked off this call, I was white knuckling along that uh, (laughs) flipped my day around. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. That's 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 always that's always a good thing
2: to flip the day around if if you're a little bit red. So
0: not it's not just the flipping the day around, because I know that's kind of a dangerous slope. That's something that like if you have issues with gambling, that's like the whole idea behind gambling problems. (laughs) Right. It's the trying to get back to break even.
2: Yep. Yep.
0: But to be able to like walk away, reset, come back, find a good setup, and still be able to execute it like that's that's what I'm proud of.
2: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, it's it's you know it's you know continuing the process. You know, even even when a down day and you know being down and you know you know P and L wise, if you know sticking mm-hmm. in the process and and finishing green, um, it, it's more about continuing the process and continuing to build that process. And um, that's a, that's a great thing that happened today for you.
0: I appreciate that. Um, man, what's been going on at uh, Vanta? You guys have been putting out some great content, from what I've been seeing. Uh, I think you guys just did a town hall recently this this past week.
2: Yeah, so we we you know we're trying we're trying to put out you know you know one town hall or you know whatever you want to call it where we just kind of do you know you know question answers you know once every two weeks or so. Um, you know, on top of that, we're trying to put out, you know, some, you know, trade reviews, nuances. I'm actually going to do one today about the trade yesterday that we, you know, uh, I guess called out live on the mic. Uh, but, you know, just, you know, just trying to help build, you know, process with, you know, new traders, experienced traders and, and just the key with what the process means to your trading every day. Um, and I think that's what, you know, has kind of made the difference and, you know, becoming profitable as a trader is, is, is more of the process behind it, um, there's no magic indicator. There's nothing along those lines, but you know, the process behind every trade is, is what's key. And I think if you can continue to do that and build that every day, that's, you know, that's, that's trying what I guess, I guess that's what we're trying to get accomplished in our room is, is just building that from the ground up.
0: Yeah. I love that. Uh, You guys call out your trades, but you also call out the reasoning to explain that part. Like that's Something that I think is missing in a lot of these other discords that I've seen.
2: Yeah, and I and I think that the the concept of like what we and I hate calling out trades because if if it's a loser, um, you know I know right. what the risk is and I know what you know you know the, you know the R on the trade is, but I don't know what other people are trading, and I, I hate calling out trades. Like what I try to do is I try to describe the trade kind of going into it, um, right? At least to explain where I'm looking, what I'm looking at. I will say I'm long, but I but it's more of the the buildup to that to where I, I at least I can feel comfortable enough to say I'm taking this trade for XYZ. Um now mm-hmm. if they take it that's what it is. But you know, I but I'm not a big fan of calling out like the call-out trades. Um just just for the fact that I don't know what each trader their their risk is on that. I don't know where they're at in their days. Um so you know, if if it's one of those where I'm up on the day and I'm, you know, I'm kind of it's one of those innovative trades where it's not necessarily an A plus, it might be, you know, A minus B or something along those lines. I but I hate calling out those trades where saying I'm long and then someone follow me,
0: especially when you're sitting on a green day and you're taking a trade that's a little more risky because you have the capital to play with it. Well, somebody who's been sitting around listening to you, like maybe he's red on the day and he's watched yep. all your trades work out and he gets excited about fine, I'm going to take this one, (laughs) throws on max size and (laughs) next thing you know, you got a bunch of pissed off people.
2: (laughs) That's a recipe for disaster. So,
0: but you speak like somebody who's fallen victim to that before, or at least the fallacy of trying to follow somebody else's trades. Like I know I've tried it before. It's the same thing. Like you always say, like, I don't know what the parameters are. I don't know where your stops are at. I don't know what you see that determines whether you want to flatten it or add to it. Like, I don't know any of that.
2: Well, and and two, you know, when 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 you're talking to those guys, or I guess even us in our room, like I try to be very transparent with like what I'm doing for fills, or you know, you know, doing for stops. But but at the same time, like when you're listening to someone, it's still your trade. Um, Mm -hmm. So you know, when when you're into it, and you you hear this guy has success or has this, well. You know, he could say that it stops ten points, but it stops thirty points. Well, you're going to have a lot more winners than losers. When, you know, if if you're not being total, you know, transparent. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, you're 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 kind of counting on someone's expertise and not necessarily building your process. So you know, you're taking a trade based off of someone else's. You could, I guess, say alpha or whatever you know, whatever you want to call it. Right. And but you don't know what actually went into that process unless it's described. And and that's why I think like building out more of the trade, the whys behind it and talking and yes. doing more of like the trade reviews and that type of stuff, I think is way more beneficial than just calling out trades because you know, you're, you're, you're helping them build a process.
0: More so than that is also the talking about the struggles too. It's another oh, thing absolutely. that you and Baba have been very transparent about. When you have a bad day, you do the work and you review it and you share that. I love yeah. that.
2: And, you know, and I think that's, that's, that's one of the funny things is like, you know, with the stuff that we've been doing recently that came after like a, not a bad day, but it was just one of those days where it's like, it seemed like nothing went right. Like getting stopped out at the lows, getting stopped out at the highs. I'm just like, you know, one of those days where it's just like nothing (laughs) made sense. (laughs) So, but, but, you know, you know, those, those type of days are interesting because I feel like that's where you kind of dig your feet in a little bit and you kind of help build your process or even add stuff to your toolbox. And, uh, but, but it's interesting how those type of days. Um, and, and I think that's something that even myself and, you know, a lot of traders, you know, you have a green day and you see your P L, you know, you're happy about it. But when you, when you look at those trades, like you could have been sized up to where, you know, it's not necessarily mm-hmm. a good thing. So, you know, I, and I think the trade reviews are a great thing, or even going back and reviewing even green days because there's a lot of stuff that you can overlook in a green day that you, you know, on any other day, that's a red day.
0: We, yeah, exactly. I mean, we just talked to, to Vico uh, earlier this week. Uh, I think that recording should be out before yours, but he was harping a lot on replays, replay, replay, replay. If you really want to learn and get better, you got to do the replays. Um, finally started doing that. I don't know why I've resisted it for so long, but I mean, Doing the first day of it, I'm like, okay, I see the benefit to this now. And like you said, like good day or bad day, yeah, like you can learn from both.
2: Well, and, and two, that the, there's a lot of these replays that you can do where it actually puts your fills on there. So, mm-hmm. when, like when you're going back and looking at it, you know, it's it, it's kind of like watching a movie. Like you can watch it the first time, but if you watch it two, three, four times, you know, you're gonna pick up on stuff that you didn't necessarily catch the first time. That you know yes. you could you know on that same setup, you could have said, well. I entered on this, but why didn't I enter five points lower on this and kind of build yes. that, you know, kind of build the, I guess, a better trade, um, on the ones that are successful. And, and then on the ones that are losers, you know, not every trade is going to work. I mean, there, there's, there's a piece of it is just doing business. Um, but there's something to learn from those as well.
0: Shit. You just segued into one of the topics I wanted to cover with you, but I <laughs> wanted to talk about something else beforehand. Yeah, that's because it tied in with the what we we're talking about earlier. Uh, trading in a spotlight, like you've kind of talked about, like how you don't like throwing signals out there because you don't want people following you. But what kind of pressure does that add to you? Like, how does that affect your actual trading? Like, being um, in the spotlight when people are watching your moves.
2: Yeah, so I think um, you know that that it can put a lot of pressure on you. I know, like when you're like. Uh, there's, there's something I'm doing now. I just finished one of the combine accounts. Um uh, I'm looking at doing, you know, like a small account challenge. So kind of a build up and kind of build it up over time. Um, mm-hmm. and then, but then along those lines, kind of doing the trade reviews with that account. So it's, you know, I'm still continuing to do the same trades and, you know, same setups. It's just, you know, kind of building it with a small dollar amount and kind of building it up that way. But, but I think the spotlight thing is a tricky thing because, you know, you have to be. 100% truthful on what you're doing. And there you know, there's a lot of guys out there that that will trade certain styles or call out certain trades, but you know, once they get off the live, then it's like they do their own thing. Um which <laughs> right. which is which is fine. I mean, you know, you have you have multiple most people have multiple accounts or whatever. Uh but like for me, like I like to trade certain setups. So in that you know, in the same thing, like most of my setups are going to Look exactly the same, so you know. In the spotlight, wise, it becomes a little bit less on me, I guess, because I feel like the process of it, the you know, the whole thing is pretty much the same thing every trade.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
2: so as long as I can keep it along those same lines, it's not necessarily a tough thing. Uh, but but it but it is tough because I I think I I you know I try to build a process. I try to help people build a process. And I, th- I think the spotlight thing comes into where I want people to succeed and I want people mm-hmm. to build their process and can, you know, make money along the way. Um, and I think that's where the spotlight comes in, where it, that, I think that takes more of a toll on me than being, you know, showing an, a loss or showing a win on, on
0: live or whatever, on a trade review. It's more about how the other people are doing.
2: Yeah. And I, and I think that's just, the, it's more of my mentality of, you know, you know, coming from the banking industry, You know, my job at you know my job you know currently is I work with a lot of business owners. So, you know, on that standpoint, I help a lot of business owners succeed on what they want to do in their Mm -hmm. working lives and you know getting stuff done and building a business. And I think that translates very well to what I do with you know with Fanta because a lot of these people are just doing the same thing. It's just a different industry. You know, you're trying to better your life by building in trading. You know, you're, you're, yeah. you're building a process and trading. So it, it's kind of along the similar lines where I, I take a lot of pride in like, you know, when you have someone that says like, Hey, I use that, that setup today that we talked about, or, you know, we jump on a call with individuals. Uh, and I, and I think that's the thing that I love most about is like when people want to learn and want to pick up stuff, mm-hmm. we love jumping on calls, doing the the late night charting and stuff like that, because I think that's where you learn more about the market.
0: Yeah. And, and teaching it, I think, just helps you learn too.
2: Yeah, just, just the more you dig into the market, the more you're you're in the market looking at candles, not even if you're trading, you just pick up on stuff. It's, it's mm-hmm. you know, you, you see trend, you see structure, you see all these things that play out every day. Um, and, and when you're talking about it with something, and, and I love doing it with flairy I love doing it with Baba because yep. all of our minds are a little bit different. So when you have multiple people that are talking about the same thing, you know, we pick up on stuff like I pick up on something that Flairy might not, but he brings in another aspect of it to where I'm like, oh, wow, I never even thought about that.
0: What I always find fascinating is when you get in those discussions and someone's like, oh, I saw this that I really like there. And you're like, oh, I didn't see that, but I saw this. And it's another yeah. thing. Then they both line up in the same spot and you're like, oh, shit. OK. All
2: right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, <laughs> which, you know, I, and I, I think that's the 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 goal of the community. I mean, we have a lot of good traders in our group. But all of us trade a little bit differently. You know, we all look, we all look to pretty much trade the same way. You know, if, if we're, if we're sweeping lows and we're trying to get into longs, I mean, a lot of us are, you know, thinking about that the same way, kind of looking in the same spots, but, but at the same time, we all use different execution tools. Um, Right. But it's interesting because when, you know, when Baba uses something, I may not use it, but we're typically getting interested in the same areas. Um, you right. Know, we're initiating the same areas, uh, but it's funny when you start trading with these people, you start to realize like where they're trading. You know, you can kind of just tell from looking at the market. Like you know, when Flary or Baba you know calls out a trade, I'm like, dude, I knew you were long a couple minutes ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> like you didn't have to tell me. I, I I knew from just being around you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Two things here. You mentioned uh, Vanta, and I got into – I think there was a little bit of discussion between me and Baba Yaga last time he was on over (laughs) the proper pronunciation. But I heard you say Vanta. So are we
2: the majority? I said Vanta because I was agreeing with you. Um, Ah, I honestly – I don't know how it's said. Um, I've called it Vanta for a long time, but I think that's just because – because uh of Baba Fanta, picked it out. Of? <laughs> because of Fanta Soda. because well because Baba picked it out he kind of he you know he was the, kind of the lead behind the name I was fine with whatever yeah um but when you you know when you said it, I was like I don't know that kind of makes sense to say it that way it
0: sounds kind of like Latin or Spanish almost doesn't it
2: <laughs> yeah I mean it's a you know like what he said it's a paint color um so right I'm not surprised that it would be called you know Vanta but, you know, then you have Fanta and I'm like, I don't know, maybe it is Fanta. So.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right um, sp- <laughs> speaking of Baba Yaga, uh, last time he was on, he shared like one of the I think the he called it the lowest moment in his life where he was ready to, to quit trading. Um, I think he said he was up at like two o'clock in the morning in his garage and I was on the phone with you for for hours and you kind of pulled him up out of that. I'm curious to hear your side of that. Like I want to know why like why did you take the chance? Why did you encourage him to continue? What did you see that that made you think that he was going to make it?
2: Yeah, so at at that point in our trading, we we were probably trading a couple of years together. Mhm. Um and so you know when when you when you grow up in the trading world I guess with someone you you know we we build a lot of our process together. Right. Um now we we're two different style traders but we we've developed into what we want to be as a trader. But I do remember that and you know and I I think the main thing with trading is you almost have to do it with someone. Um mm. And, and and I think, you know, if it's either a mentor or, a, you know, a trading partner or even a trading community, I think you almost have to do it with someone because there, there is going to be ups and downs, you know, and at the beginning, there's a lot more downs than there are ups um, and, and you know, just working through those and kind of building through those, I think is the main thing. You know, you, you always hear people say that, you know, the old thing, you know, you need 10,000 hours to master a subject. Well, right in trading that, I mean, that that's years, if not more. Um, so, you know, when you, when you're working with someone that is so close to that goal and there, and that's, and then that's, that's, that's not saying that we're anywhere near being masters or gurus or whatever, but, but in the same time, I know that he, I know where he has been and where he was at that point. And he was, you know, he's profitable. He's, he's a great trader. And, you know, you could say I was taking a risk, but at the same time, um, I just think he was so close to where he wanted to be in trading to where it made sense to me because I, you know, it was one of the, it was one of the eval accounts that I was working on. And, um, at that time I'm just like, dude, you just trade this. I mean, I, I was trading two at the time. So it wasn't like, you know, for me, it wasn't a big deal. You know, I, I would rather pay a monthly fee. If 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 it's able to work with him, you yeah. know, to 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 kind of pass that and then and then because because I know he's good for it. It is what it is, uh, but at the same time, I mean, it was just with him being so close and being so down. It was you know I had confidence in him that I knew he was going to make it. It's just a matter of when.
0: Yeah. It sounds like it was just one, like that was this make or break moment. Like this is the point where you either go forward and you succeed or you give up and you fail.
2: And I think, and I think a lot of traders fall into that where, you know, you might not have an individual to talk to. And, and, and that's what I talked to him about. I'm like, you know, these type of things like come to me, like if you need someone mm-hmm. to talk to about your bad days or need someone to talk to about your good days. Cause I mean, th- those are the two things you, you're either going to have a good day or a bad day. And not a lot of days are in the middle
0: you know? Yeah. I yeah. mean, you have break
2: even <laughs> days, but they're typically, you either have a green day or a red day.
0: Well, then you either feel good or you feel shitty? Like it's yes. not yeah. just uh <laughs> it's usually not a like, hmm, okay, today was a day.
2: Yeah. So, so on those days, you know, I told him, I'm like, dude, it, like even if you get into those days where you start pressing a little bit, just, just call me like in the middle of the trade. And we're typically talking anyway, but I'm like, if you, mm-hmm. if you fall into one of those days, just, just shoot me a call because, there's a lot of times where you'll talk to me and I can at least tell where you're at in the day just by talking to him just because we've <laughs> talked for so long where I'm like, dude, just shut it down. Or, or, you know, Hey, you've had a great day, you know, if you want to step on it, but I wouldn't give back this price, you more know, I wouldn't than, yeah, right. more, than, more than you're willing to lose. But, you know, kind of going back to that, like, you know, I've, I've went back to him on multiple occasions, not necessarily for like account wise, but like, you know, you, you have to have someone that you kind of yeah. rely on. And kind of, you know, is your, is your kind of rock in, in the market, you know, and I, you know, I'll talk to my wife about it, but she has no idea what trading really is. You know, I, you know, I'll explain it or whatever, but, but at the same time, like I give her the ups and downs and that's what I told him. I'm like, Hey, you know, it's not something that you necessarily need to hide, but you know, I would just say like the market is hard. Like I I am trying (laughs) my hardest. But at the same time, you're you're willing to be vulnerable with with people around you, um, during your struggles, you know, during your ups, you know, you, you know, and your downs. Um, and I think that's what's key in in the market of growing is because I think that builds your maturity on those days where you do have a bad day, or a you know, and, and it's not even bad like P L wise. Just like let's just say that you have a bad day in the sense of nothing works, um, where you could end up being break even on the day but at the same time you feel like
0: do you you want an example (laughs) you (laughs) get a great entry off the lows and you uh it comes within a tick of hitting your take profit and reverses back and uh, wipes you out at break even just a break even we'll say (laughs) like that moment is sometimes really hard to recover from because you saw an almost profitable trade and you're trying to like in your mind you're up but you're not (laughs) <laughs> yeah
2: and and, and those those are the type of things where like i I told him I'm like, dude just like that that needs to be a call to me to where where if if it's something and and I do the same thing to him like if I have a day where like like this morning I was up multiple times on multiple trades that all got stopped out at break even, it was kind of that chop at the beginning of the market, yeah, and yeah. it was one of those where like I was right on which way it was gonna go, but they didn't make it easy. So yeah. but like just sitting back and kind of looking at that and saying, well, I just took four break even stops where I was up multiple points, right, right near my take profit. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, I just told, you know, I told him in that moment, I'm like, dude, like, we just need to be on the same page. So like, if you're having a bad day or if you're, if you need to talk about anything with trading wise or even life, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to, yeah. you know, do, you know, do that. But at the same time, like anything you need like I'm here for you. And I think that's that's what you know being part of the trading community and being, you know, in that same uh mindset is we we both want to better our lives through trading. Um right. and we're building we're building this together and I and I told him I'm like you need to rely on me. I'm going to rely on you and we'll kind of do this together. And and you know where he was at that point where you know it it wasn't necessarily like I, I wanted, or like, I didn't trust that he was not going to make it. I knew he was going to make it. Right. Um, He was just so close in where he at, you know, where he, you know, was in his process to where I knew that he could make it. And I knew that he was going to make it. Um, And that, and that's why, you know, I, I would have taken the risk on, on, you know, on multiple, you know, on other people, but I, I'm very, very close with him, you know, and, and I just want to see those people succeed, you know, like kind of like Vanta, is, you know, like getting, getting into these, you know, the, the people who are joining and the people who are in the room, like that's the main goal is to get people that, you know, want to succeed and want to be around. And, you know, at the same time, they're willing to learn. And I think Mm -hmm. that's the benefit for us is, you know, we, we help people grow as traders.
0: Just the talking about being vulnerable and, and sharing like those, those struggles and letting people know that like, it's such a toxic place that Twitter can be and like the Reddit sub forums and uh, some of those other places where it's really hard to share a losing trade and like something you learn from it. Nobody's going to, nobody wants to see that apparently, but like that's what we're all going through. We're all having those days. We're all having those moments and we need to know that there's a path out of it. We need to see that there's a way to move forward and having people like you, uh, Baba, uh, Flarry is another good example. Like anybody that can get up there and be like, Hey, I had a shitty day today. Um, this is what I learned from it. This is my plan to get back on track. Like we learn yeah. much more from those moments. I think.
2: Yeah. And I, I think that's the goal of like what our room is, is because, you know, yeah. you, you want to be, you want to be truthful. You want to be transparent and there's no way that you're going to be a hundred percent green every day. It's no. just, it's just not going to happen. Now our goal is to be green. A lot of the days. Um, and then, you know, the, the, the days that, you know, you have a struggler, the day that the market, you know, like last Thursday mm-hmm. where we went up, I don't know, it seemed like a thousand points, but I know it wasn't.
0: Wait, last Thursday was the 15th?
2: Yeah, where we just went straight up yeah. all day. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Now I remember and that. You week. <laughs> know, our,
2: on those type of days, like I was long and cut it, you know, at my take profits. But at the same time, we were just going through daily levels that I had from you know, a while back. And it's like, we had no respect for those. Well, on all those, yeah. I stops, <laughs> you know, cause right, right. a normal day, those, those trades work or, mm-hmm. you know, percentage wise, those trades work. So at the same time, like, you, you know, you can take a green day back to a break, even a red day fairly quickly in this, in this market. Um, and I think that's the thing with being just transparent and being vulnerable in the market is because, you like i want to be truthful in the sense of hey this this setup percentage wise works but mm-hmm. today the market had its own idea and and it was not going to change and those are the days <laughs> where like that's just part of doing business i mean yeah you, know, you you can have the best plan in the world in this market and that, and that's what i love about trading is because it's not i i mean realistically for money wise i wish it was just like black and white but there's a whole lot of gray um, and, you know, and all these, and all these setups, like you can have the perfect setup. That doesn't mean it's going to work.
0: Right. And that's, yep. that's
2: kind of what I love about it because it's a very testing, uh, profession.
0: What I've always liked is the same, same reason why I like doing maintenance and like being a troubleshooter, like working on instrumentation and controls and PLCs and that kind of stuff is yeah, no day is the same. Every day I come in, I got a different problem that I have to solve. It never feels like a routine or you know, boring, and the markets are kind of similar. Like every day is a different opportunity; it's a different day. There's parallels, and you know, there's definitely scenarios that kind of rhyme with each other. But you never really see the same thing, the same exact thing, uh, over and over and over again.
2: Well, it's, it's so funny you say that because from like my profession in banking, you know, being on the commercial side, working with businesses, like I I I view trading a lot similarly. So like mm-hmm. when I when I look at trading and I look at like um, the normal day to day, like the day to day in my working life as a banker is, you know, I I may have multiple meetings that day with people Mm -hmm. in the industry. So if I'm meeting with two people who, you know, who make, you know, manufacturing of some sort, let's just say they make clothes, that business is going to be run two separate ways, two separate management styles, you know, two separate, you know, you know, cash flows, so in the same way, you know, I'm looking at the same industry, like I would be looking at the same trade, but at right. the same time, there's a lot more that goes into the detail of that industry or that trade that is different on every time frame. So, you know, it, it, it's a similar thing. So, you know, like, look, like looking at those two industries, they're never going to be, it's never going to be the same deal. It's never going right. to right. be the same. It's never going to be the same. The same way in trading, like like what you described, like every trade, it could be the same setup, but Delta could be a little bit different. There, you know, there's right, different, right. The, the volume profile could look a little bit different. There's an LVM below us or HVM or whatever. So it's, it's all going to look a little bit different. And that's what I love because it's a very challenging testing thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, the other part I like about it too, is that there's no real right answer either. Like people, there's so many different strategies and styles out there and people who've had success. Like you just got to find like, what's yours, you know?
2: Oh, absolutely. And
0: what works for you. And there's so many different options out there. You don't have to, you don't have to lock yourself into any one thing if you don't like it, if it's not for you.
2: Yeah. And, and, and that's what uh, I think so interesting because, you know, I, I told flurry this like when we were back in, you know, the U trade days, is um you know you could you could have a single indicator that is let's just say it's RSI you know just because yeah. a lot of people use that or macd or whatever if you trade that the same way every single time you should theoretically be profitable
0: mm-hmm.
2: because you're you're going to pick up on stuff that is the only way that you trade that so like you know like a lot of people say like you could have a line on the chart you're long above it short below it it's going to work it's just a matter of how profitable you're going to be. So that's what's right. interesting about like how you build your process. Like I could take Baba, you know, Baba's process or, you know, Baba's charts and I could look at it and say, well, that makes sense. That, that doesn't really make sense to me. But if I use his stuff, there's no way I'd be profitable. Because <laughs> right. he, he looks at it one way that I would look at it differently. Yeah. And and that's what I think is so interesting because, you know, you have a lot of people out there that who, who, you know, are experts in what they do, or they put themselves out there as experts that, you know, they, they share right. a certain thing where, <laughs> you know, they share a certain way that they trade, but unless you know the whys behind that, it's never going to make sense. So like, that's where I think digging in and doing like your Frankenstein type of build process where like a lot of my process I've taken just with working with Baba and kind of building it that way. I picked up a lot of stuff from Flary. I picked up a lot of stuff from other traders in the community where, you know, it's all a Frankenstein of what your process is. And it's a matter of how it works. But, but the reason why it works is because I was the one who built it.
1: Yeah. It's yours. (laughs) You know what I mean?
2: It's, it's the way it makes sense to me. So, and, and that's what's, that's what's hard too about the teaching aspect of it, because, you know, you can only teach, like if I was to teach the whole thing, in one thing, it, it wouldn't make sense to a lot of people. So like right. what I like to do is I like to do like, you know, like I, like I really like looking at Delta on a 30 minute rolling time frame. So every 30 minutes I'll roll the you know, volume profile, I'll roll the Delta and I'll see the, the Delta and the volume in that 30 minute. Well, when you add in all the other stuff, it gets kind of convoluted. So what I like to do is I'll break out individual stuff and that's what I'll kind of teach on and how I would trade that just specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes a lot of sense to me because when you know, then they can take that piece, but they may not like the other piece. So if you're kind of trying to teach it all in one, um, I feel like it gets a little bit convoluted. So that's why I like breaking it out in those individual pieces, and and you know, hopefully someone can pick up on it and even make it their own.
0: Yeah, and that's that's the goal. Yeah.
2: Yep. It you know take that process and then basically say, well, hey, what if you did this? I'm, and then you know, to me, I've never looked at it that way. Well then I'm going to look at it a little bit differently because if he looks at it this way and it makes sense to him, I'll at least give it a try. I mean, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: you know, there's, there's other eyes on it. And that, and I think that's, what's so cool about trading.
0: Mm, Yeah. longtime fans of the show should be familiar with the lender formerly known as Sue Pullen. And I'm pleased to announce that she's back fresh off a rebrand and ready to help as Sue Mackey. Sue is a certified mortgage advisor at Fairway Independent Mortgage and equal housing lender who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She has over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners. Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even a reverse mortgage, Sue will help. Sue's licensed in 36 states now, so reach out and let Sue Mackey it happen for you. The best way to reach her is just give her a call at 520-977-7904 or in an email, spullen at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Mackey has an MLS number of 206048. That email again, spullen at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number is 520-977-7904. Shoot Sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address Um, the other part too, to, uh, I wanted to touch on is, uh, like you said, you work a full-time job, you're working at a bank yeah, and you're still trading like during most of these hours. So you had to really adapt your style to kind of fit that, that life that you live. Um, I'm kind of curious, like how that went into it. Like, was it harder to build something that, that you could do while doing other tasks or was it just kind of just how it ended up working out?
2: It's kind of funny because I, I, you know, I think when I first started trading, I really wanted to be more along the lines of like the Flarries or the Babas where you have those hundred point runners on NQ or you have those bigger, you know, bigger trades. Yeah. But what I got into was, you know, I would try to trade like that and then I would, you know, get a phone call from a customer. I would have a customer stop in at the bank. And I'm just like, I cannot. Do this, <laughs> like, like I'm, I, you know, I'll be in a meeting thinking of, well, I hope my take profit got filled, you know, I'll, I'll be right. thinking about that other stuff, like, wow, while it's going on. So, so the way I kind of developed was, I, I guess you could kind of classify it more as like a scalper, but the way that I view it is, I'm taking my R that I want on a trade, and I'm basically just adding a little bit more size and taking my take profits a little quicker. Yeah. So. You know where I'm more in and out of the market on these bigger moves. Where you know, you know, these other guys might be in for an hour long trade. I might be in for ten minutes or whatever it is. But at the same time, it's still the same process. It's just a matter of how you take your take profits, how you how you do your risk. Uh, but but I just knew that like with my industry of of kind of the unknown of when someone needs something. Or when someone's gonna stop by or something along those lines, I, I kinda had to develop into a more short term trader. Um, just be mm-hmm. more out of the market, which which actually kind of makes sense a little bit more to me because of my, my risk, you know, profile being in banking. You know, when I feel like I'm longer in the market, I feel like there's more of an unknown that can happen. So and this uh, goes back to like the you know the Trump tweets and stuff like that where you, know, you, you could yeah. be in a trade, you could be in a trade and all of a sudden be down, and you know you could be up a couple you know 30, 40 points and all of a sudden you're down your stop gets hit and it's just like you that.
0: Know, Trump comes out and says Powell needs to quit tightening, <laughs> and suddenly the markets go insane. And, and I think
2: you know when he when he was in was you know when he was in the market or I, or I guess when in he office was president yeah in office. Yeah it it kind of it kind of switched on me where i'm like i don't know i kind of really like just just trading my structure you know when it comes to like news drop i don't really trade a lot of news drops um i'll trade after but i don't want to be positioned like during the news because there is so much unknown that's in the market where you know there's so
0: little liquidity too
2: yeah and and you know one one pr one tweet that gets put out And all of a sudden your trade that was a great trade turns into a real shitty trade real quick.
0: Yeah. I I just recently had one like that where I was long and then my stop got filled about 20 points lower because the MES liquidity was so thin.
2: Yeah. And there's just Uh, so much unknown like in, in what people market makers or even politicians or stuff like that where, and especially in today's world where, you know, we're pushing up in the markets with an active war in Uh Ukraine. I mean, like a lot of it just doesn't make sense, but at the same time, I don't think you can trade. It's just trading your structure, trading your process. You can't trade what the unknowns are. And I think that's where it it came to me where the longer I felt like I was in the market, the more unknown or the more that could happen to that trade or that structure or whatever it is, um, where I just didn't necessarily want to be in it. Now it all, it all kind of tied together because of the fact where I wanted to be more present in what my day job was. Now, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of the times where I'll be, you know, I'll be watching the markets while I'm working, looking for a setup, because a lot of the times where, you know, you're, there's a lot of wasted time if you're just looking at candles. So a lot of the setups that I have are just like, I, I have, you know, I'll I'll box in an area where I want to be interested in a long or interested in the short. And I'll just flip over the charts real quick and say, well, yeah, I'll, I'll take this, or no, I'll pass on this one. You know what I mean? So right, it's right. You no, know, and and I think when you're looking at the the charts all day, I think you can get a little bit more of like I need to be in the market. Where the way that I trade now, it's like, unless it's in my area, I have no interest in being in the market because it's not like an A plus setup.
0: Have you? How did you get to that mindset? Because I think that's one of the things that I'm kind of struggling with. Is I have. <laughs> my areas, I do a fairly decent job of respecting them, but I get about one a day or, or, or so that that ends up being just a little bit outside of it. Like I, I convinced myself that I can justify that this is okay.
2: Yeah. And I, I think that becomes, you know, it's just more of the, the, I don't know, the problem, like knowing the probabilities of your trades because at the same time, like I know where if I, if I'm getting long or short in an area that I have of interest, it's so much more, it's so much higher of a probability of being a winning trade than being mm-hmm. in the middle of these two areas. So, you know, f- like for instance, if I have a box at 15,000, a box at 15, uh, you know, 15, you know, 100, mm-hmm. um, anything in between there doesn't really make sense to me because it's all going to be, you know, liquidity grabs, it's going to be chopped kind of in that area, or, you know, you push into that area where you're looking for a potential short. And then all of a sudden you have someone step off sides And then you, you know, you slam the button, anything in between there to me is really just more of like innovating a trade. And I'm, I don't really love the, the innovative trades. I think I like, I like being more methodical, like in an area execution tools, fire um, where I can consider this an a, you know, an a setup.
0: Mm, Yes. And there's also something to be said about, and we're kind of talking a little bit about this before I hit the record button, but not being the first one, you know, over the trench, uh, to oh, use absolutely. a World War analogy, I want to wait where those big market participants are waiting. I want to trade where they're trading because I want them on my side.
2: Absolutely. Because my, my couple lots aren't going to be firing
0: what their hundreds are. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you mean my three micros can't move the market? <laughs>
2: well, your three micros can't, and mine can't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I swear they go after my stop sometimes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that ju- that, just mean- that just means that you're in the right area.
0: Yeah. And that's what I've been, that's another way to look at it that I've been trying to to shift that focus. When you get that low tick and then it turns around and goes your way, it's like, oh, shit, I was really close.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I like, like, you know, on these, on these, you know, trades that I'm talking about, like, and, you know, the, these, these ranges can be 20, 30 points wide. But at the same time, like, it's not just, and, and that's where the teaching aspect comes into it because it's not just a flat buy or sell. Like, mm-hmm. there, like whatever goes into your process of your execution tool like that that's that's in play all day every day and you know I don't trade a lot of globex but the setups happen during globex it's just a matter of there's not a lot of liquidity on the market to make these moves happen faster yeah. so in my in my opinion like you know I'll trade globex if it's like a really good setup but you know I would rather trade where there's a a large amount of liquidity like rth and typically like I'd like to trade you know, the first hour of the day. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, if you, I don't limit it to that, but you know, if there's a really good setup throughout the day, like I'll take it. But at the same time, like I don't want to be in front of the market all day. Like I want to be in it. I want to make my points. And then I want to, you know,
0: go and enjoy the time. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. You know, enjoy family, golf, whatever, you know, whatever you want to do there, there's more to life than sitting here and watching candles print all the time now. But what the fun (laughs) But, but, but there's a lot of time that needs to go into your trading process, you're building what your trading plan is to have that happen. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck is, you know, you see people who post their successes online or post their, you know, their house or cars or whatever it is that they got. trading, And it's very hard to say like, well, if they can do it, I can do it. Um, or why hasn't it happened for me yet? And and I think that's the hardest thing, even in life, when you look at social media and stuff like that is you don't know how long it took for that person to get there. But at the same time, you also don't know if that's truthful.
0: (laughs) So there's that. And even if it is truthful, I mean, life's not fair. Some people are blessed with just gifts that not everybody gets. Some, some people have to work harder to get the same kind of success.
2: Oh, absolutely. Well, and, and two, you know, I mean, like I was saying, I mean, you, you could, you could look at a lot of, you know, a lot of people like, like I posted a quote um, in our, in our room about like goals and aiming high. So like, mm-hmm. like in my mind, the way that I view that is aiming high and missing isn't always a bad thing. It's when you aim real low and you actually hit it. it, it it's when it becomes a little bit difficult to push on and succeed. Like what I view that in trading is, right, you know, I want to be, I want to be perfect. I want to have a a perfect plan. Now it's never going to happen. And I know I'm going to fall short of that, but at the same time, putting in the time, the dedication, being patient with your process is one of the hardest things that you can do. But at the same time, a lot of people don't see that side of your success. And I think that's, that's where it becomes a little bit more. It's not the sexy side. No, it's not it's it's really hard to talk about it's really hard to say hey I spent five hours on a Saturday after a hard day on Friday figuring out what the hell happened on Friday you know, <laughs> right, right. like no no one wants to hear that but at the same time like that's what has to happen for you to be successful um, but no one really wants to talk about it and that's where I think it becomes interesting in our room where you know we, like in our room like we, we do those town hall specials and stuff like that because of the fact that uh, we, we want people to ask questions. We want to be able to yeah. teach because I think it only benefits me and Baba too, because yes. when we're, when we're looking at it and we're teaching it and we're looking at it and, and you know, we're looking at it a little bit differently because someone asked a question a little bit different. I think you can, you, there's always something to build. And I know like, like Flary, I was talking to him this week, you know, he, he looks at doing something for an hour a day of, of learning, like learning about mm-hmm. the market and and 1 hour a week is something to where it's not in his process so learning about something that is a little bit different than what his normal process is which i've never thought about that before but at the same time like learning a new thing for 1 hour a week that doesn't that doesn't go against what your process is but kind of is a building block to something to where you could pick up or add to your toolbox at a later date. But
0: I feel like we've talked to him about that, something similar, like, yeah. And I like that aspect too, because you have to, it's really hard to, to learn something, get excited about it and then not want to throw it onto your chart. So you got to be really <laughs> you know, intentional and limit yeah. like how much of that stuff creeps in before you're ready.
2: Well, and you know, like I, I've been working on a, a, you know, thing with, um, it's a process of like a reversal. So, and Mm -hmm. I, but I, for me to have that and being able to put it on my chart recently um, it probably took six months, even maybe even a little bit longer of like looking at it and seeing the process behind it and seeing like how I would actually trade that before I put it on my chart. So like, I've never thought about like what, like what Flary meant about that um, Mm -hmm. until recently, but like, you know, learn like learning the stuff that I necessarily wouldn't pick up on, like and I, and I don't know what he's looking at, but like I you know, I've done deep dives into like gain, um, you know, you know, gain levels and stuff like that. Yeah. So like there there's been some other stuff where I've dug into, but but it's I've never really put it on my calendar to like, hey, I'm gonna do this once a week. But I think it's mm. such a s- smart thing to do because you pick up on stuff that you normally wouldn't let into your process. And it's not That's necessarily true. that you'll add it to your process, but it's something to where you at least know what it is and you know what the benefits are for it.
0: I swear you're reading my notes because you keep front-running my questions. <laughs> I was going to ask if you had any suggestions for like trying to figure out your process, but I think we just kind of covered that.
2: Yeah, I think it's just trial and error, you know? Mm. And I know Bob, I talked about this when he was on, like when we were first developing, um, you know, we, we we would look at, you know, different concepts. Mm-hmm. Kinds- read different concepts, watch videos. And I think it's just more of like what works for you because there's stuff that like, I'll, that I would pick up on, on stuff that we would be working on together that he necessarily wouldn't, but it's just a way of like the way that my mind works compared to his. So it's like working through some of that, especially with when you're doing it with someone, I think is so beneficial because you know, when when you're getting into the markets, it's, there's so much information out there and yeah. it's just a matter of what works For your process, and like I said, I mean, you could have any indicator in the world that's out there. I mean, maybe not like lunar moons and stuff like that, but (laughs) oh no, apparently, apparently that works too. (laughs) Oh, it does. It does. I've never used it. Maybe maybe I'll do one of those. uh, I don't. know. Maybe I'll do one of those hour those hours sessions. See if I can work on it.
0: I think you should do two hours that week.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But but that's the thing. Like if it if it works for someone, like I would never tell anyone to say. Well, that's never going to work because at the yeah. same time, my mind doesn't think like your mind and your mind doesn't think like mine. Now, our goal is to, is to be able to help traders and teach them um, what makes sense to us. But at the same time, everyone, everyone is going to look at it a little bit differently.
0: I got to say though, whoever is successful trading lunar moon cycles, I think that is more of a testament to the power of good risk management than anything else. Yes, <laughs> because in my mind that means I've been wanting to try this out as an experiment, but making a, a something that just randomly enters a position and using good risk reward parameters, seeing what kind of expectancy you get out of that.
2: Yeah, I mean that—that's the name of the game is—is—is is, is risk.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah,
2: and I, you know, when I first started, I mean, risk was that was an afterthought. But um, right, you know, d- you know, digging way. in, you know, digging into <laughs> what we're doing now. Like, uh, you know, I, you know, we were talking about this, like the, the, the trade yesterday. I mean, that level that we were talking about in prep in our room Mm -hmm. that we ended up taking long was, was three or four points wide on, on NASDAQ. So like, that's a very tight risk, tight, you know, tight reward type of play um, where, you know, when I was first starting trading, I think that's just the maturity of where you become as a trader is getting to a risk reward that makes sense to you, but also it doesn't intimidate you um and i think that's so you know cuz cuz when you get into futures there's so much money that can be made um just by clicking the button there's also a lot of money that can be lost yes <laughs> um and i think i think my when i was first getting into trading you know i had successes early without really knowing like why i was having successes i think those are
0: more dangerous
2: i know i know <laughs> you know and, and and i came from trading more of like just the buy and holds Of just you know small mid cap kind of stocks, and then uh, it was funny because one of my buddies at the previous bank I was at was talking to me about crypto like back in the day, and that was like such a different world than what I was used to. Um, Yeah. So going from like you know not a lot of volatility to this thing is is up and down so crazy. (laughs) You, You learn very fast. You learn very fast about risk you know risk reward on these trades. And it's so funny. Mm-hmm. I have a funny story about crypto. So like, you know, getting into trading, you know, getting into, I can say shit coins, I guess on here, but oh, yeah. you know, getting into some of these smart yeah. coins. Uh, it was funny because I got into one of these where they were supposed to have um, like, and I can't, it was an acceptance of some sort of uh new exchange or something along those lines. And this thing absolutely ripped. And I put a mm-hmm. small amount of money in there. I was up like fifteen thousand dollars on this, like, and it, this was like newer into crypto. I'm like, dude, this is so easy. Like three days later, <laughs> like three days later, I'm back at like break even, and I'm just yeah. like, there's no way I can do this. This is absolutely insane. <laughs> but, but, but it's funny because that, that's what kind of led me into the futures market because, you know, it it was funny. I saw one of the commercials for one of the prop firms on there. I'm like, I didn't even know that you could actually trade that um so it was funny yeah, that's yeah, how i kind of yeah. got started into the futures market and that's where i met baba i actually met baba in crypto
0: um oh yeah probably flary too Wouldn't he get a start there um
2: i i didn't meet flary until after that would have been i guess the ofl day
0: oh maybe yeah you were there yeah. for the pre-ofl days i was not ah, that was okay. kingdom wasn't it uh yeah i think so yeah, yeah. i think joel yeah. was part of that group
2: yeah. So I was not, I was not in that group. I know Baba was, I never got really tied into them. And then, uh, I ended up getting into, um, to flarry through Baba just with their connection. And then we ended up getting real close, uh, which mm-hmm. is kind of how I got brought
0: onto U-Trade and stuff like that. But is U-Trade going to come back? I keep hoping flarry's going to bring it back in a year or two.
2: I don't know. That'd be nice.
0: <laughs>
2: I no, I, I, I hope so. I told, uh, yeah, you know, I told Flair any anytime he wants to come teach in the room or be on live mic, he's more than welcome because
0: Oh, I see him on there all the time and I love it. He, I love it. He is
2: he is such a he is such um he is such a good trader.
0: He's such a good teacher too.
2: Yeah, the, I was going to say the 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 key with him is he's such a good teacher of the way mm-hmm. that he views the market. Um and that's why that's why I said I love when we do those late night sessions like we did. I guess this was on Monday or Tuesday whatever we did it. Uh, yeah. I love when we do those late night sessions, and he's able to join us because when we're talking about stuff, he brings so much insight, um, yep. you know, to the market, and he's able to teach it. And then, and then on top of it, you have Baba's, you know, southern accent that's on there as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh God, yeah. Does he throw in any of those uh, southernisms too?
2: Oh, all the time. It's it's all the time. Squirrels nuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, like that. <laughs> Yeah, he, 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 he throws them in. I need to start writing them down so I can remember them and I can say them, I can say them later.
0: Write uh, them down but... and I'll help you make a, a list. We'll make like a crib <laughs> sheet where you can make up your own, just taking parts of them. Yeah. Trolling with yeah, that. That's for sure. Getting towards the end here. and I, I know you probably got uh, some family that's uh, itching to see you. But I want to ask you one last question. Um, if you could tell yourself anything back when you were starting out, that you think could have helped you out then that like something you wish you knew when you'd first started, what would that be?
2: Um, I would say that um, it's going to be a process and uh, I would say, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be a process. It's never going to be easy. Um, and, you know, at the same time, stick with it. Cause that's basically what I did. <laughs> uh, you know, at, at that same time, uh, you know, when I was first starting off, you know, I had, I had successes early. Um, Mm -hmm. which is, which was kind of detrimental a little bit because at the same time I knew I could do it. Um, but I didn't realize how hard the market was. Um, so, you know, kind of, you know, kind of going through the process, you know, with Baba's is, you know, it was, it was a tough process because I did have successes and I did have payouts and I did, I did pull money from the market. And then there was a time where it's like, I was building and kind of, um, building a process to where I had a lot of downs, you know, but, mm-hmm. but I think that's, that's part of just becoming who you are as a trader um, is just the, the trial and error of, of getting into what your process is. Now, realistically, you know, realistically if I could tell myself back six, seven years ago that it was going to take this long to become profitable, I'd say pick another profession, but.
0: Uh. <laughs> well, that My last question that goes with those is would you have listened to anything you told yourself? <laughs> probably not <laughs> and isn't that the truth i mean we dan and i when we started this podcast almost what three years ago now like we got some really amazing people to come on and just like give us like the keys to the kingdom like here's you know all of our research here's all of our here's our courses that we've got like george uh, from Trade pro academy gave us like the entire futures course that he put together and uh, even having all that stuff handed to us like still had to learn all those lessons Oh yeah.
2: I mean, I, I don't think that there, events. I don't think that there's a way not to learn those lessons. I just think that, you know, like what, like what we're trying to do at Vanta is to speed that lesson along yes. to where there's maybe not three years of it or whatever it is, or how long it takes people is, you know, because the fact that, you know, when you, when you get into trade, I know at least when I got into trading, I really didn't have like a process, you know, when I, no, me neither. Like, like when I dove into the charts, like I was looking at the here and now, Looking left Mm -hmm. was like an afterthought. Um, But, you know, the levels that I look at now, it's like, you know, there's a certain process that I do when I look at these, you know, these, the, the edges of HVNs, I'll call them inventory levels to where a lot of people get stuck in these levels uh, where there is a process to where, why I trade the way I trade. Uh, But kind of back to your question, like there's no way that I would ever have listened to myself now, now, because I would have, I would have tried it. I would have tried it for sure um not saying that I would have understood what I look at but I would definitely would have tried it because I tried a bunch of stuff off YouTube that didn't make any damn sense. Uh, right. But like building your process is going to take time. And that's the thing. Yeah. Like I guess the biggest thing that I would say to new traders is like you know there's no time there's no time for success. Like there's no timeline for success. It's just a matter of how long it's going to take you to click. Uh-huh. um and i I think when you get into it is like you know trading's i mean you just have to know that trading's going to be hard um and now there's there's multiple types of traders there's multiple people out there that like to, you know that have certain ways that they trade like you know I think getting into trading is just like i if I was new to trading now with what i know, I would definitely be in sim for like a year like there's no way like risking any sort of money or capital or whatever would make any sense to me because like there just with my knowledge of like knowing where i came from there's mm-hmm. going to be so many more downs than there are ups and there's so, going to be so many so much trial and error that goes into trading where it's going to, it's going to take a toll on you, not only through training, but kind of personally too, because
0: yeah, you, yeah.
2: you know, in trading you, you'll never feel, you'll never feel as bad as you do when just, you just have shitty days. Yeah. And the hard part is, is because they reopen the market the same day. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you have a bad day and you're like, it's got to, it's going to open again in two hours. And then I get to trade it again. This is crazy.
0: <laughs> oh God. If I can go back three years, I think I would switch my all my charts off at of line charts and learn how to read a goddamn candlestick sooner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it took me six months to figure that out.
2: <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like there's just so much knowledge out there that I know, I know. It's so hard. It's so hard to, to think of like what works for each individual. Uh, where like, you know, if you're a new trader, like I feel like everyone starts off with the same indicators and then you kind of build from there. Um, mm-hmm. I really wish like if I was starting off again, I really wish that I could, I mean, like you said, like look at candlesticks, know what they were kind of looking at reversals. And then, and then from there, I would look at more of like the order flow stuff. Like I wouldn't mm-hmm. even get a normal indicator, like a RSI or MACD or whatever those are. I would look yeah. at more of like what goes what goes into a candle, what goes into yep. that five minute candle of delta, um, you know, volume profile within that candle. Like why, like why when we come back to that candle, why does that candle um, hold the line on a move? Mm-hmm. You know, and I th- I just think that there's there's so much in- into the nitty gritty of just looking at a specific candle that people it's 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 not. It's not something uh, that tells you to buy and sell. No, uh, but
0: it tells a story though. It, it tells a story. It's such a fascinating, every candle is a battle and you can kind of reconstruct like the battle after the fact by looking at the candle and seeing like what happened. Oh, sellers made a push, but they got fought back. Or It's
2: so funny too, because that's what me and Baba were talking about at our town hall. Like when we were talking about these, um, you know, these specific candle setups, like they leave like a little breadcrumb behind, like mm-hmm. a little footprint behind where when you go back and you look at that individual candle, like it makes a whole lot of sense why we come mm-hmm. back to that candle and test it. Because, you know, like on a lot of these, it's like you have initiative push or initiative push on these candles where it leaves like single print within that candle. Well, if you're not looking at that specific candle, you would never know that it's not there or that yeah. or that it was there. So like, you know, when you're digging into these specific candles, like, yeah, that, that would be like the ideal if I was starting off. Like you know, like what you said, like learning the ins and out of why a candle prints the way it prints, you mm-hmm. know what type of candles are which, and and the why of what's
0: inside of a candle. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's all. I think that would be yeah. such
2: a smart that would be such a smart thing as a baseline to to you know structure.
0: Well, I, I mean, I'm just thinking back of like looking at line charts when I was you know at the steel mill when I was still doing a job. It's like, oh, what was I thinking? A line chart. But the the first time like somebody like explained to me like what a candle actually means and like what kind of information you can glean out of it. I think that was my first big aha moment in my training yeah. journey. And yeah, I love to have been able to experience that a lot sooner. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, this has been uh great, man. And I, I just wanna say one more time that you know you and Baba are are really providing a great blueprint out there for showing people how to, how to come up with their process that works for them, uh, and I hope you guys continue doing that uh, as we go, you know, into the ne- the next year. I hope you guys pick up steam. I hope it uh, just continues to grow. Yeah, absolutely. I I appreciate that. All right. Well, that's going to take us to the end. Uh, I'd like to say thank you to everybody who stuck around to the end here. And Mr. Banks, thank you so much for stopping by and the things that you shared with us. Yeah, absolutely. So if anybody wants to know more about Mr. Banks or Vanta or Vanta, you can visit <laughs> Vantatrading.com. To learn more, you can check us out at two Uh, We'll be back soon with another exciting episode. But until then, tickle that five-star rating like a market maker going after my stops and take care.